Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Brashid podcast. So in last week's episode, we spoke about evil, and how evil has been shaped by society to seem normal in today's world. Um, and today we're going to be talking about um, something that falls under the same field, which is uh, morality. And, um, you know, morality's objectivity in Christianity, and morality's existence or morality's role in today's society. Um, and I think that's an important um, aspect to build upon last week's episode. Um, and so um, I think it's important, especially in, in today's society, because we see that, um, you know, everything's become so subjective nowadays. You know, um, you can't uh, really distinguish between two things, between, you know, male and a female or good and bad or right and wrong. There's so many different opinions. That's right. Yeah, everything's out there. Um, it's based on if it makes you feel right, if it makes you feel happy. Exactly. You know, there's nothing out there that's, you know, black and white. Or not anymore. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. And and the thing is, us as Christians, we're raised from a very young age where our parents use the Bible to teach us, you know, this is right and this is wrong. Why? There's justification behind it. The justification is that there's a standard that we follow. And this was, you know, taken from Christianity and applied in today's in society from the very beginning. And unfortunately, we see it dissociating um, in today's world. Um, and as we progress, as time goes on, we see morality playing a lesser role in today's society. But I think it's important, you know, to start off by, you know, defining morality, talking about morality, um, talking about its position in Christianity. Um, and then talking about its position in society. Um, and so if I was to get the definition of morality from the dictionary, um, it says morality is principles concerning the distinction between right and wrong or good and bad. This is the definition from the dictionary. Now, how do we distinguish between good and bad? That's right. So... I think we've spoken about this a while ago. We said that, you know, we have laws around us, you know, every day. Parking, like parking laws, speeding laws, everything. But the thing is, I can make up a law that, you know, you that won't be suitable to you. Or you can make up a law that's not suitable to me. So, first we have to distinguish where do these laws come from. Exactly. Now, as we said in um, in our episode a while a while ago, we said that, God is our moral standard. God is the one, you know, uh, law provider. And from the laws that he's given us, whether it be through the commandments or any other laws we find in our, in our Bible, you know, the, the laws that we see in our country or in other countries are, you know, derived from those original laws that God gave us. Exactly. So obviously, in order for us to know what's bad, we have to know what's good. If we don't know what's good, then how can we say something's wrong? And if we know that if the good that we know can change, then the bad that we know can change. That's why the good that we know has to be unchangeable. That's why God is our unchangeable standard. God is good. Everything about God is goodness. He is our moral standard because God doesn't change. So because God is our moral standard, because God is good 
And because God doesn't change, evil doesn't change. We can't say what was evil before is no longer evil now. Because society has changed. God hasn't changed. Society isn't our moral standard. God is. God's word stands forever. Whatever God has set up from the beginning, that's what it will be till the end. And that is true justification. That is justice. That is morality at its perfection. When the good and the bad never change. Like I said, if our definition of good changes, our definition of bad changes. But because God is unchangeable, bad never changes. So we have to keep that in mind. Now, another point that I want to mention on you know, the unchanging good and the unchanging bad is the concept of free will. Now, in society, let's talk about society for a second. In society, we have the free will to abide by rules or to break them. It's our choice. The laws are still there. We choose to break the rules or to follow the rules. Now, of course, if we break the rules, we receive consequences. If we follow the rules, we also receive consequences, positive consequences or negative consequences, depending on our choices. This is how Christianity has started, was from the very beginning. When God created Adam and Eve, he gave them free will. He planted free will in between them. He said, you can eat of any of these except that tree. They can still eat from that tree. He gave them the free will too. They did. But they suffered the consequence. And now this is what we have to understand. Free will doesn't mean we choose what is right or wrong. Free will means we can choose to do right and we can choose to do wrong. Free will doesn't mean I can decide if that law is correct or not correct. Free will means I can choose to follow that law or not follow that law. And that's the difference. And unfortunately, that's what society isn't understanding in today's world. They assume free will is, I get to decide what's right or wrong. But that's not free will. Free will is, I get to decide if I want to follow the laws or if I don't want to follow the laws. The laws are set. The laws are objective in Christianity. But unfortunately, society is swifting, is changing the objectivity to subjectivity. And that's why free will has been mixed up and it's all becoming a tatter. We're all in tatters. Everything's been jumbled up all because the objectivity has been removed. God is still there. God will always be there. God has always been there. God is objective. God is unchanging. And he will never change. We as society are the changing ones. And unfortunately, I'm being honest, we're changing for the wrong way. We're changing in the wrong way, the wrong path. Yeah, um, just on that with free will, a lot of people you'll see like in our society now will say, oh, um, it's, it's, it's becoming more easy for us to sin because there's you know, so much around us that we can you know, uh, dive into that's, that's evil. Or there's so much around us that's wrong that's easy for us to you know, be attracted to and do, like, do the wrong thing. But again, on your point of free will, the free will that Adam and Eve were given is the same free will we have. As you said, it's unchanging. Nothing's changed. So, you know, I think that this argument that people make that, um, you know, it's easier for us to sin now than it was for our ancestors. 
I, I honestly don't think that's true. It's necessar necessarily true because, you know, it's up to us to be um, spiritually, you know, more aware of our surrounding, more aware of the evil that there is around us, as we spoke about last week. And it's up to us to, you know, try fight that off. And through the, through the laws that were given to us by God, through this moral standard that we have to try, you know, live a more positive life, a more Christian life than, you know, than, than what we're shown by society. Exactly. And, and this secular society is making God seem like a possessive, a dictating God, a dictator. But that's what the society is making God seem like. How? They're saying, why is God, you know, why does he tighten Christians so up, tighten Christians up so much like slaves where they have to follow his rules? Society and that secular ideology puts that forward into society for them to believe that God is a God of possession where he, um, you know, manipulates us and he, he forces us to do things. And the only way to escape the slavery is to not believe in God. But that's all wrong. God doesn't force us. It's the exact opposite. God gives us free will. But God has put in place laws for us to follow. When we sit with an instructor in our driving test, the instructor doesn't say, you can go and do whatever you want. You can go off-roading. You can yeah. chuck a burnout. You can drift. No. There's laws set into place, but the instructor lets you do what you want to do. But if you choose to do the wrong thing, you fail your driving test. Because the instructor is there to make sure that you are able to drive abiding by the rules so you can be safe on the road. When you finally go out on the road on your own, you can be safe and drive on the road. Now you can choose to do unsafe things, but the, the instructor has set out objective standards where if you break the standard, you're going to fail your test. You can break the standard, but my responsibility is so that you can go on the road and drive safely. You have the free will to break it, but the laws are set. That's how God is. He set laws to ensure us to enter his kingdom. We can choose to break these laws or not break these laws. It's all on our hands. But if we break these laws, we will inherit the consequences. That's how life works. That's how a normal life works. Where there's laws set in place for you to follow. God's given us the free will if we want to follow them or not follow them. We don't see God, um, you know, uh, terrorizing people for not following his laws. Or, you know, there are many people that aren't Christians that have succeeded in life that have, you know, multi-million dollar or even billion dollar, um, you know, um, billion dollars of wealth. And they have, you know, possessions, they have assets and they're succeeding in, succeeding in life and they're striving in life. God hasn't cursed them. They chose not to follow him. They will receive their consequences. But God's given them free will for them to choose if they want to do it or not do it. So the idea that society brings forward that God is a dictator is absolutely wrong. We have to be honest with ourselves. We have to understand the truth before going out and making our claims. We have the free will to, but we're going to look very dumb if we go out there and follow the ideas that society brings forward to us blindly without doing our own research without doing our own without having our own understanding and i think that brings us to morality in society now
So we've spoken about you know, morality's position in, um, in Christianity. We've spoken about um, the objectivity, the moral stand that is God. And now we're going to talk about morality in society. That's right. So before we get into depth of this section um, of the episode, we want to ask ourselves, why do we see no more moral standard in society? You know, we don't see a moral standard anymore. You turn on the news and you'll see people going about doing things that please them. You know, they'd, um, they'd go on. You see, like, for example, in America with the pr- uh, protests that happened there. Um, of course, they went protesting about something like a, a cause and it's okay to have your voice heard by others. That's good, yeah. yeah. So, But the problem is what happened there was at, like along the along the lines of them having their voice heard it was at, it was at the expense of other people we saw businesses um we saw like shop fronts being damaged businesses being damaged um people getting killed people being hurt so the issue is people want to go out and do what pleases them at the expense of others it's a free-for-all you know um for example like i'd go out and do something not thinking about those who are around me not thinking about you know are my actions, are my, um, is what I'm going to do about to affect these people? You know you're harming others, but you don't care because That's you right. want your opinion to be heard. And this idea all stems from the secular atheist ideology, where morality is based on survival. So according to evolution, humans live for survival and success. So whatever their actions are to promote their survival and to promote their success is considered moral. That's because atheists can't explain morality. They don't have that objective standard. As soon as you talk about how am I meant to know what's good? uh, How am I meant to know what's bad? If I don't know what's good or if the good is changing, they go on to say, oh, no, you know what's bad and you know what's good, depending on, you know, we as humans have evolved and whatever... um, you know, benefits us and our survival and our success, whatever actions lead to promoting our success or our survival, that's considered moral. And anything else is considered um, wrong because this promotes evolution. And this is the only reasoning they have because they don't have that moral standard. They don't have God as the objective, non-changing, infinite good. They don't have that. So when you take this idea... It's a very dangerous idea. The idea that I can go on and protest. I know I'm breaking rules, but I'm going to do what's right for me. That's a very dangerous idea. And that's where this free-for-all comes from. Where people are saying, I don't like that. I'm going to go on and challenge it. If I do something wrong, this is worth it. And you see um, you know, people considering... You know, the trade-off where is it worth breaking this law because I will benefit this from? And this trade-off is slowly, you know, disappearing because people aren't even caring about if they're going to break that law or if they go against that as long as it benefits them. We see people following their selfish desires nowadays because it benefits them. We see people doing wrong, breaking rules, breaking moral standards and society saying no. We have to look at their situation. We have to understand their scenario. 
We have to understand their personal life. We have to understand what they're going through. Because that plays a part in morality. No, it doesn't. Morality is always objective. What is good and what is wrong was objective from the beginning. It is now and it will always be. Whatever society wants to define as moral or not moral doesn't change. Now, some people will say, oh, no, we know what's good and bad depending on what the government puts. We don't need God. The, dov- the government, decide- we see the government's laws and we'll follow them. Well, first of all, there are people breaking these laws, so clearly no one, not many people care about them. And secondly, if we rely on the government to set the laws, let's talk about governments who have set laws in past history and in the present. Hitler. Hitler thought that it would be moral to kill Jews because it would promote his success and the survival of his people. According to atheism, what Hitler did is right. Because Hitler in his mind thought by killing Jews, his people will evolve and there will be only one race left. So technically Hitler is promoting the survival and the evolution and the success of his people. So his actions are moral because they're promoting it. If we go along the lines of atheism and the atheist and the secular ideology, that's all right. But if we look at the Christian objective moral standard, it's wrong. Because God is good. God is love. And what Hitler was doing was definitely not love. So anything opposite to God is evil. And what Hitler was doing, what Hitler did, was the opposite of what God wanted. So it was wrong. See how we can base our judgments of two ideologies? And unfortunately, the first ideology is what is dominating in today's society. Let's look at another example. Sharia laws. In countries, in Muslim countries. They put women in a position less than men. And the government bases their laws and their legislation on the Sharia law. If the government can decide what's right or wrong, then what they're doing is right. Then women are less than women than men, according to them. But if we look at God's moral standard, no. God doesn't differentiate between man or woman. God doesn't say men are in a higher position than women. Women were the first people to hear about Christ's resurrection. Women were the first people to witness the resurrected Christ. Women, a woman, carried Christ in her womb and gave birth to him and took care of him. In Christianity, women and men are equal in importance. According to the government, some governments, they're not. So what what moral standard do we follow? This subjective moral standard where governments can decide? Or this subjective standard where whatever benefits our survival decides? Or an objective standard where the right and wrong never changes? So it's up to us. That's right. And you see the issue with with, um, this subjective moral standard that we see now. It stems from, as we always mention, the, the core of all sin, the mother of all sin, which is pride. Whatever is going to make me happy, whatever is going to make me look better than you, whatever is going to make me look better than them, whatever is going to make me you know, feel more powerful, that's right. That's, that's what is right according to me. That, that's what some people may think is ultimately correct, but in, in reality, it's not. 
because as you said, there needs to be one unchanging uh, law, one uncha- one unchanging standard that not just me or you will follow, but everyone. Because if if if, I, if I'm going about doing what I want to do, and you're going about doing what you want to what you want to do, then at the end, you know, there there will be no peace. And there is no peace, of course. But the thing is, if we if we go about doing our own things as we see slowly happening and slowly becoming what's normal, you know, like it's it's very easy to say that we're going to be living in a state of anarchy. There's going to be no right or wrong anymore. It's just a free for all. Whatever I think is right, whatever you think is right, just go on and and do that. And people say, oh, if God exists, then why do we have you know illnesses? Why do we have some countries? Mm suffering so much why do we have wars why do we have riots why do we have this why do we have you know um discrimination against people of color why do we have this this isn't god this isn't what you think it is take a closer look at the picture people are hungry because governments are doing what they need to survive on their own people are poor because the rich keep getting richer and the poor keep getting poorer Why? Because the rich are doing what will promote their survival and success, which is leading to the poor deteriorating. People are having wars because there's no subjective, there's no objectivity in what's right or wrong. So when one person thinks this is right and the other person thinks this is right, there's a clash. And the war happens. We have to look at it at a closer in a closer sense. We have to look at it at a in, in depth. We can't just blindly close our eyes and say, yeah, wars happen because of God. Um, why is the illnesses here? Why are these people poor? Why are the homeless people? Oh, what's God's purpose if these things are happening? No, what's our purpose? We are at fault. Society is at fault and no one else. We have to take the blame. We are at fault. Not God. God exists. And God sustains the world. And God has provided the laws. And God gives us the option to follow the laws. But we don't. When we remove objectivity, wars happen. Poverty happens. Hunger happens. Homelessness happens. Riots happen. Killings happen. Stealing happens. All these things happen. Because who are you to tell me I'm wrong? Who are you? I'm doing what I want to benefit on my own. Who are you to tell me what's wrong? I'm going to do what I want. And that is the attitude we have in today's society. And even though it's it's a dominating factor nowadays where um, the subjective morality, you know, moral, like if, if morality is subjective, then morality doesn't exist. So we can't, I can't even say subjective morality exists in That's today's right. society. Yeah. Because if morality is subjective, then we don't know what's good or wrong. You can have a, one definition, I can have another definition. So morality doesn't even exist in today's society. And that's the dominating factor. And even though we can't change everyone, we can change ourselves. That's why it's important in today's world for us to understand that what God has put into place is never changing. Homosexuality was wrong back then and homosexuality is wrong now. Stealing was wrong back then and stealing is wrong now. Lying is wrong back then, lying is wrong now. And we're all at fault, we all sin. 
So a homosexual person isn't worse than a murderer. A homosexual person isn't worse than a liar. A liar isn't worse than this person. We are all at fault. We all have our own sins. We all have our own battles to battle. But we know that Christ is with us to help us battle these battles. But the point here is, if we accept our wrong as right because it benefits us, we're in danger. We have to always realize, we have to always make ourselves uncomfortable knowing that what's wrong is wrong. We can't work around it. We have to work on ourselves. Remove the wrong so that God can come and fill us in with his truth. Because God's truth is unchanging. God's truth is everlasting. God's truth is infinite. And it allows us to decipher between what's good and what's bad. And I think that brings us to the end of our episode today. Um, so everyone, thank you for watching. Uh, make sure you pass this video on. Um, you know, we do this not for our own benefit. We don't do this so we can, you know, voice our opinions and be heard. No, we do this for, you know, our fellow Christians. Um, and we're not better than anyone else. We are here to learn on the journey uh, with you guys. So the more you share, um, the more you spread the word of God, um, it helps. It helps the mission even more. Um, so thank you guys for watching and we'll see you in the next episode.